Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to another edition of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. This is actually episode number 160, happening right here from London, Ontario, Canada. It is Thursday evening. I'm a little bit later than normal. Normally we're at 8 o'clock, but a couple things family-wise came up. I need to get that, that taken care of. But I want to thank you for joining us, whether you're watching live on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. Thank you. Be sure to join us. Put in your comments. I'll be able to post them up here. You can even use the link on our Facebook page and join us live and be in here. You don't need to download anything. You can just uh, click and bring in. As long as you have a microphone and a camera, you can have your say and we can talk wrestling. That's what we're here for. So why not? I want to thank you for joining us later on in podcast form. Whether you're listening on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcast from, we are the part of the Ontario Independent Podcasting Network in Ontario, Canada, and of course, we are part of the Johnners Podcasting Network in the UK. Of course, it's available anywhere you get your podcast from. There are so many different uh, great uh, lineups of shows. I'm going to talk about a few of those later on in the show when we run down some of the things that are happening but we've got the Russell Carnival coming up in the UK. Of course, Matthew Terry's with It's Time to Fight. Alliance Pro Wrestling with Lewis Carlin. Uh, Joe Foe in the ring. The Call Up. You got Kieran uh, with his podcast. You got Bob Culture podcast. Rewind Recap Live. Straight Talk Wrestling. Gilmy Talks. Knights of the Squared Circle. And so many more. Work the Left Side with our friend uh, Nick. So don't miss out on any of those shows with the Johnners Podcasting Network. We also want to thank our sponsors, CoolBet, reminding you to stay cool and bet responsibly. They sponsor all our shows and especially the championship belt for the Scumbags Wrestling Predictions League, which you can be a part of. Season one of... Year number one is almost wrapping up at SummerSlam, but you can still get in on this uh, title for part two of the season and win this title. So get in on that and, yeah, support independent wrestling as well. You can support us over at our Pro Wrestling Tees store, and we have four different T-shirts going on. If you buy the uh, Ontario Comic Book uh, Tribute, shirt it's going to go to steven's wrestling journey and the uh, search for carry moral formation research over at sick kids hospital in toronto so so many things going on i uh, just want to get all that uh, stuff out of the way and then we can start actually talking about wrestling and like i said feel free to add your comments uh they're always welcome and we can uh, post it and talk about it now last weekend we returned to normal i guess in a way uh with wrestling having fans uh i talked about uh, on saturday but it felt like watching smackdown it was so awesome seeing fans live uh return of finn balor you had so many different things and it just was a really good show then saturday there was slammiversary from impact wrestling uh just run down the uh, card results uh quickly for you the pre-show had decay which I did not expect, uh, Havoc and Rosemary, picking up the tag team titles from Fire and Flava, 
Well, now it turns out that Kara Hogan is leaving Impact Wrestling, so I guess that explains why they dropped the titles. I was expecting the uh, Iconics or Inspiration, I think they're now being called, to eventually come to Impact Wrestling and go against Fire and Flavor for the tag team titles. That's not going to happen. The show opened with an amazing X, uh, division Ultimate X match with Josh Alexander retaining the championship over Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Petey Williams, Rahit Raju, and Trey Miguel. Now, with that uh, in mind, they had a bunch of things going on. There was at one point Josh hanging upside down and doing an ankle lock while there was a sleeper hold and all the, like a chain of uh, submissions going on that weren't going to do anything because it's Ultimate X. But it was a very good visual. There was flying all over the place. Uh, Rohit was trying to do a slingshot or rope it up and grab the uh, uh, X that way, the title that way, or scale up the ropes. Uh, a lot of good things uh, going on in that match. I see uh, it going to the fact that Josh is going to build himself up to be a viable contender and trade in that title to go against uh, Kenny Omega. Yeah, uh, Facebook user, I think you have to uh, do some sort of uh, check-in with your settings to be able to be posted. I unfortunately don't know who you are, but you will be able to post your uh, things. Uh, Mickey James is back, uh, just back on Impact. I have a feeling uh, this, yeah, I might know who that uh, is making the comments. Uh, but yeah, she's back. Uh, potentially uh, in Impact Wrestling, but she's uh, also recruiting people for uh, the NWA uh, Empowerment or Empower uh, pay-per-view that's coming up on August 28th. It does look like she might end up lacing up the boots and going against Deanna Perrazzo, even though she said she wasn't going to be wrestling on that show. But we always get that itch, and uh, the next night is the... Uh, 73rd anniversary of Impact or NWA uh, pay-per-view. So that's going to be on the uh, 29th as well. So it's going to be a, a big weekend uh, for the NWA in that regards at the end of uh, August. But yeah, as I said, uh, Josh Alexander going to, I think, cash in his X Division Plan C option and go after uh, Omega and be the hero that nobody expected to have happen. Matt Cardona uh, revealed his uh, tagging partner uh, being his fiance Chelsea Green as they took on his uh, former best friend and former girlfriend or fiance uh, to Neil Dashwood and Brian Myers. Uh, they end up winning Chelsea and Matt did with a pinfall and Debbie Morrissey ended up uh, beating Eddie Edwards. Finn Juice Really useless uh, spot for having them there. In a minute and 15 seconds, beat Madman Fulton and uh, Shira. Uh, I guess that was set up the fact that Finjuice was uh, doing stuff at the end of the show. i uh, just not a really fan of this whole Forbidden Door thing, uh, especially if it's not benefiting the place that's welcoming people uh, anywhere else. Uh yeah, Impact has people there, but where's the payoff to Impact? Uh, now we have New Japan showing up. Uh, Chris Sabin beat Moose, surprisingly. I did not see that coming, especially uh, thinking Moose needed to be built up 
to be a viable contender once the championship does come back to Impact Wrestling. The Good Brothers ended up beating Violent by Design. Did not see that coming. Um, Rich Swan, Willie Mack, and Fall of Bra, who ended up bringing in No Way, or formerly No Way Jose, and the Conga line uh, as his tagging partner as TJP was out of the match. And, of course, Deanna Perrazzo defeated Thunder Rosa by pinfall to retain the uh, Knockouts Championship. There was not a uh, known contender at that time, and uh, Perrazzo ended up winning, and that's when Mickey James came out and tried to recruit her, and there was a slap. That's where I think there's going to be a match somehow between uh, Deanna and uh, Mickey James coming up. And, of course, Kenny Omega retained the Impact World Championship with a uh, defeat over Sammy Callahan in a no disqualifications match. They used the pizza cutter. They used a whole bunch of different uh, weapons and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that's how it went. Sammy Callahan, not the hero for Impact Wrestling as people had hoped. And Kenny Omega retains. And Jay White then showed up and the Good Brothers came out and the cameras stopped. Just magically stopped. So a lot of people pissed off over that and uh, hearing that it was intentional, which doesn't make any sense, but Finn Juice ended up being taken out, uh, Finley did by Jay White, and uh, then Juice Robinson uh, retreated, and that was uh, Sean Ross Sapp mentioning that because he was actually at ringside uh, during the event. So that was uh, Saturday, and then Sunday we saw Money in the Bank. Another great, uh, great show. Three in a row. The Usos ended up taking the tag team titles from the Mysterios. So now the Bloodline has the tag team titles and uh, the Universal Championship. Nikki Ash ended up beating Alexa Bliss, Oscar, Liv Morgan, Naomi, uh, Natalia, and Sabina, and Zelina Vega to win the women the and the women's Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, six of the eight women were fighting on three ladders. Alexa Bliss was buried by a bunch of ladders, and then Nikki came up, snuck up, and uh, got the briefcase. So she has that. AJ Styles and Omos ended up defeating the Viking Raiders to retain the WWE Raw Tag Team titles. Bobby Lashley destroyed Kofi Kingston, and even it looked like he was avoiding the referee to be able to ask Kofi if he gave up or submitted and just laid out more punishment on him. Made him look very dominant, which was needed, and he retained the WWE Championship. Charlotte Flair, surprisingly to me, beat uh, Rhea Ripley by submission to retain the Raw Women's Championship. Big E ended up uh, claiming the uh, men's Money in the Bank briefcase over Drew McIntyre, John Morrison, Kevin Owens, King Nakamura, Ricochet, Riddle, and Seth Rollins. I'd actually picked uh, Big E. I think uh, this is a needed push for him after dropping the Intercontinental title at uh, WrestleMania to Apollo Crews, who hasn't even seen in the longest time, and the split from the New Day. Plus, they can also maybe have him go after Lashley and get revenge for the New Day for what he's done. To, Lashley has done to both Woods and Kingston. So we'll see what happens with uh, Big E's. Uh, Case holding uh, might be a little while before he cashes in. And Roman Reigns ended up uh, defeating Edge by pinfall to retain the Universal Championship. So that is what happened on 
uh, Bunny in the Bank. And I'll get to it in a little bit, but I think it unfortunately went downhill after that. Uh, but uh, let's dive into some news first. Big news coming out this week are the apparent signings of both Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson, should I say, uh, and CM Punk to AEW. Uh, reports have Brian signed, uh, sealed, and delivered with a debut date uh, leaked as being September 22nd, which is the uh, New York uh, Grand Slam show at Arthur Ashe uh, Stadium. And as for Punk, he's supposedly uh, been in talks with Tony Khan for the last three months. Uh, this is by Fred Bull Select uh, reporting that. And uh, the signing is inevitable for CM Punk to uh, do that. And this is why Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson, has been bumped to September 22nd, because at All Out in Chicago is the expected uh, debut of CM Punk, if uh, all the I's and T's are uh, taken care of with dots and crosses. And so that'll be in Chicago. The upside, I will say, for these uh, guys uh, going to AEW is that they will have a lot of fresh matches. We haven't seen CM Punk in a ring in seven and a half years. So anywhere he goes, it's fresh matches. And uh, with uh, Danielson, he at least gets to uh, have a lighter schedule. He gets to do that whole forbidden door thing and work in, uh, with New Japan guys like he wanted to and still be a father. So there's a lot of upside to him uh, doing that. Do I like that idea? Not really as a WWE fan. And not uh, buying in fully on the whole AEW uh, stuff that's going on, and people calling it WD Light and everything. But it is what it is. People need to work, and alternatives to the WD are always needed. I just hope that uh, AEW can get their feet under them and get their own personality instead of everybody else's, or have uh, such a variety show that you. You get turned off one moment, but then peaked on another one. Uh, I just want more consistency out of them. The also upside or question in regards to CM Punk is will April or AJ Lee uh, follow him also? Uh, she hasn't wrestled in a long time either, seven years herself, and could be a uh, chance to have her uh, return and strengthen up the women's division over in AEW. Uh, AEW is also tossing around more cash um, as they brought in Nick Gage uh, last night, and he's going to go against Chris Jericho next week on uh, step two of Jericho's quest to uh, get towards MJF one-on-one. And uh, he got through Sean Spears uh, last night, taking him out in the match where Sean Spears was the only one to be able to use a chair. AEW has also signed Thunder Rosa as they announced that she is all elite. Um, NWA did uh, sort of give her a send-off tweet uh, wishing her luck and congratulations and that she'll always be a member uh, or uh, family to the NWA. I do see her showing up at Empower uh, regardless because they're going to be mixed. We even saw at... Um, Slammiversary when they were uh, looking at uh, Bound for Glory, they uh, the video for that flashed uh, AAA, of course their own logo, uh, AEW and New Japan all in that uh, montage, 
And so you're going to end up having, it looks like, all four companies involved at uh, Bound for Glory in October. And I think that's how, uh, at the earliest, uh, that Omega is going to drop uh, some belts uh, that night, uh, possibly, as I said, to Josh Alexander would be my uh, pick. Tony Khan addressed the fans after uh, the show last night and thanked them uh, for being there. Started introducing uh, people that are going to be on the show for Elevation and Dark, uh, one being Jungle Boy, and also brought out uh, Eddie Kingston. But then he also had to do the WWE uh, poke the bear thing and mentioned that they don't have a performance center. Elevation and Dark are their performance centers, and that's in front of fans. It's trying to make themselves seem better uh, than WWE. Just do your own thing, for love of God. Just be yourself. WWE is not going to go their way and uh, bring you guys up, and they're doing their own thing. Might not be the best thing, but they are doing their own thing and not publicly acknowledging the competition. They might uh, know about the, them, obviously, uh, backstage, even encouraging some of their talent to go over and get a contract with AEW. But, you know, you can't be your own thing until you stop leaving the other guys alone. Be the alternative. Be AEW. And like I said, also, then there's the WWE side of things. Great uh, Friday Night SmackDown. Great uh, money in the bank. It seemed like we were on a good trajectory going forward. Thunderdome out the window. Uh, Drew McIntyre even made fun of not telling any stories anymore and not being in Thunderdome and let it be a distant memory to be forgotten. (sighs) Yeah. Friday uh, started off. With SmackDown having uh, fans live, it was a big, huge screen for their new stage. They had uh, VR elements and graphics uh, and different ways of showing uh, previous things that happened with a picture-in-picture almost looking thing or floating uh, VR things. Uh, It had a different crisp and feel to it. And we had also Money in the Bank. John Cena showing up at the end of that show and confronting Roman Reigns, but not saying anything until uh, going off the air. Things look good, and Monday happened. Show open with John Cena. We're still on a good roll. After that, Bobby Lashley had an open challenge that was answered by hometown return of Keith Lee. We hadn't seen him since January, February-ish, and mysteriously disappeared. Shows up in his hometown to answer this challenge from the champion and loses. So, yeah, I don't get it. And, uh, yeah, I got uh, Chad coming in. How's it going? Not too bad yourself. Welcome to the show. Thank you. A long-time watcher, and now you're actually alive with us. How are you? I'm awesome in Chatham, of course. Everything is open here. Yeah, uh, we're getting, uh, I think, the same thing here in London as well. So life is getting better. Going to talk about uh, some stuff uh, later on in the show with uh, Ontario opening uh, different events. Uh, your thoughts quickly before we go into what happened on Monday. What did you think of the return to action with fans on uh, Raw, or sorry, SmackDown, and then NXT? Well, I think it's very awesome. It's very awesome to see because it gets the 
wrestlers more involved into the matches when they're playing, you know, when they're in the matches. And this hearing the fans chanting their names, this, this is awesome to watch. Yeah, it was a really good thing. And I uh, noticed the different graphics and things uh, were looking good. Uh, did you watch Money in the Bank? Yes, I did. What do you think of some of the uh, results with uh, the surprise of Nikki Ash and Big E getting the uh, cases? I think that was awesome for Mickey, uh, Nick, Nikki because, you know, she's a real good wrestler. Yeah, and I heard a uh, report that apparently after uh, what happened on Monday, which we'll get to in a moment, uh, a lot of people were uh, all gathered around her, lift her up on, her sh- on their shoulders, and were just really celebrating the fact that she uh, ended up getting the uh, title. Uh, not just the briefcase. So they're definitely uh, hitching their wagon to uh, this uh, new superhero that we've been lacking for a few years. Since well, it's actually some, something to really watch now, see how this whole championship is going to do with her. Yeah, exactly. And I was saying uh, Monday, things started off well. Cena there. And then Bobby Lashley getting a challenge from uh, hometown guy Keith Lee. Keith Lee loses on his return. I don't get it. And then Goldberg comes out. Do we really want Goldberg and Lashley at SummerSlam? Looks like that's what we're getting. It's going to go. It's the same old song and dance. I think they they really need to change it up. Get somebody that's younger and, you know, one of their main roster, like Cross. Like he's doing really good in NXT. And he came. He showed up at. Uh, Monday night with the NXLT uh, championship. Yeah, and then got defeated in under two minutes by Jeff Hardy putting his feet on the ropes. Almost made Vince McMahon sort of look at NXT and go, you guys are nothing. Meanwhile, is his own company. It's his own brand. It's son-in-law putting it together. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Because Jeff Hardy's just been going against Cedric Alexander on uh, main event, so... Like it seems like there's a huge disconnect going on, and we're supposed to believe uh, Karrion Cross is still a viable threat, holding the title and going against potentially Samoa Joe at Takeover the night after SummerSlam. But how do you keep that credibility after losing in a minute and thirty some odd seconds to Jeff Hardy? Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> the thing there, and then. You got uh, Rhea Ripley getting a uh, rematch from Charlotte and losing, beating up Charlotte, making her vulnerable for our superhero, who should be a fan favorite, sneaking in and getting the title. Great on uh, Nikki getting the belt, but kind of cheap when it's supposed to be a fan favorite and a superhero doing it. And... Yeah, everybody wanting Becky to return, and uh, there was that comment that uh, Charlotte made that Becky's at home nursing, and Charlotte, I mean, Becky uh, responded on Twitter going, yeah, I might be at home nursing, but I'm more over than the rest of the division. Yeah, like, you have to see about that. So, getting uh, Becky back would be nice. It might happen, uh, and she keeps on teasing every time she's showing up at a arena but not going out to the uh, fans. Hopefully SummerSlam will see that uh, change. Well, off the topic, I heard that Roman Reigns flipped the crowd after it went off the air. Yeah, on uh, Friday. Yeah. Uh, 
they were booing, and uh, he also did a middle finger, which Charlotte did on uh, Sunday. Yeah, but and, I, was, I was wondering about that because they tur- they turned off the TV, and then it went back on. I knew that she was flipping the crowd because you know they don't want to show it, you know, on pay per view. Well, on Peacock now. Yeah, because Peacock. Because the, you know, that's the problem a little bit with that. Uh, even though it's supposed to be pay per view. Peacock is still sanitizing a bit. And I guess she, Charlotte even did a DX uh, crotch chop. So that's what's going on with uh, WD right now. And I don't get it. Uh, it's kind of confusing. I'm wondering if SmackDown will look the same as it did on Friday. Or as much as I love Vince McMahon and Met the Man, it's time for a new blood and get rid of Kevin Dunn as well. That guy has a one-track mind as well, and if you're not impressing him, then you're going nowhere, and that's, I think, been the detriment of why NXT guys fail, or at least seem to look like they fail, going up to the main roster. Yeah. Thoughts? Okay. Uh, So Bray Wyatt is uh, back in conversation. He's uh, purposely been taken off TV right now. He's not even injured either. Uh, we last saw him briefly at Mania, only to lose to Orton, uh, thanks to Alexa Bliss. And then he was on the night after Raw uh, with WrestleMania, then disappeared. There's talk that he could return at SummerSlam and uh, either go after Lashley after Goldberg loses, or could he go over to SmackDown and rekindle his uh, feud with Finn Balor that didn't get its closing when it was supposed to be the demon against uh, Sister Abigail. Which would you rather see? Finn Balor uh, and Bray Wyatt or Bray going after Lashley? I think uh, Finn Balor going against, uh, uh, what's his name, that uh, Lashley. Oh, Finn? and They're on two different uh, uh, brands. So don't, it, forget, don't forget they're going to be doing the, uh, the draft pick soon, so... Yeah, it's either going to be the end of August or uh, it's supposed to be the end of September, early October. I think it got moved to October, uh, more closer to the new TV season uh, for uh, different cable outlets. But yeah, so it's uh, Bray Wyatt coming back to go either after Lashley and stay on Raw or go over to uh, SmackDown and he could be with uh, Finn Balor. Seem to be the ideas at the moment. But it wasn't there. Uh, uh, think they were thinking about having Jeff Hardy and his what? What was it? Second character against Finn Balor? Could that happen? Yeah, if there, if Hardy gets traded over as well, I think uh, he's probably going to be in a feud with Carrying uh, Cross after uh, how he cheated uh, this past Monday. But if he gets sent over, then we could have uh, Willow or whatever his name was uh, go uh, make an appearance on SmackDown against uh, the Demon and Finn Balor. So that's a good point there. Uh, I never know. Uh, for video game fans, 2K uh, is coming back with uh, the 2K22 uh, release. It's unofficially looking like September 10th for that. They took a year off after a disastrous 2K20 and didn't put a 2K21 we ended up getting uh, the other game instead um, that was really cartoony. And then hopefully uh, this game will be worth waiting for uh, and not have as many glitches. Do you play the 2K series? Yeah, I do. 
Uh, did you end up uh, liking the 2K20? Or did you have problems with it? I never had a problem with it. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah, I guess there was just certain ones I had. Uh, yeah, they were, they were saying that different uh, copies had real problems with the uh, game. And they had to uh, replace them with uh, downloadable content. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff like that. So hopefully uh, 2K22 doesn't have that issue. Uh, Jake Roberts announced that uh, in an interview with DDP that he is going to be staying with AEW for another two years. Uh, he's having a lot of fun there and has regained his passion for the business again in his current role. Originally, his run was only supposed to be 10 weeks. And then next thing you know, uh, Tony Khan got him to sign on for a year. And then about four weeks uh, prior to that coming up, he was just like, hey, Tony, uh, my contract's coming up. And thinking he was only going to get a year, and he ended up getting a two-year deal. So I think it's awesome, uh, regardless of where he's at, that he personally is in a good place and enjoying life. He sure is. I I seen him, and he he looks like he instant. He's a, he just really loved coming back. You know, he missed he missed the fans. He missed the chance. He missed the booze, and you know, because you know how he was this the real bad character. Everybody didn't like him and stuff that. Well, he just likes people, you know, booing him. You know. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I'm glad he's in a good spot there. Really. Um, I actually met him uh, at a uh, uh, one of his stand-ups uh, a couple of years ago here in London. And uh, he even signed the DVD for uh, my wife and I and uh, got a photo with him. So it's just so great that he's in a good place that way. And I do plan on looking at his uh, DDP's uh, documentary that's on uh, Prime. Uh, so it should be a good follow-up to wrestling, uh, the resurrection of Jake Roberts. Uh, Kiara Hogan appears to be leaving. As I said, uh, they dropped the titles. Aiden English is going to uh, impact as Drama King Matt. Uh, we saw No Way Jose, or No Way, uh, join Fall of Raw at anniversary. It's unknown if he's uh, signed on or not. Uh, we saw Mickey James, as you pointed out earlier, uh, showing up, recruiting. There's supposed to be talent uh, exchange between Impact and the NWA. It could just be the women in this case, just to help that empower show. And Chelsea Green ended up joining uh, her fiance Matt Cardona uh, Saturday to take on Tennille and Brian Myers. Uh, she seems to be one bouncing around as well without signing deals. She's doing more paper appearances, uh, doing Slammiversary, and she, the week before, had appeared at Ring of Honor and looks like she's trying to get into their uh, women's tournament. Yeah, I... I... I um before this whole pandemic happened, I always went to see Impact in Windsor because they actually had a taping at um, the St. Kirk College in Windsor. Yeah, I've done that one a couple of times and uh, gotten some really good photos. And, and uh, I, have good, I have a good buddy there that his name is Cody Deer. Yeah, Cody's a really good guy. I've had him on the show uh, before. And, uh, yeah, really uh, good uh, Ontario Here's a question for you. How do you like this new character? It's definitely a good change. Uh, freshened up from uh, what he's been for all those years. And it'll be interesting to see if he brings that character to the Ontario scene or if he'll be uh, still doing the uh, 
sort of raging redneck uh, when he's doing Ontario events. That's going to so be very interesting to watch. If you'll have this inconsistency. So, um, yeah, then NXT is going to be holding TakeOver number 36 on Sunday, August 22nd, uh, the night after SummerSlam. They're hinting at Cross against Joe for the title. Uh, it means then Joe is getting uh, cleared to actually take uh, bumps, more so than we saw just even being choked out the other week uh, by Cross. And then uh, they also announced today that Walter against Dragunov is going to uh, take place on that show. Uh, it was supposed to happen as a rematch just recently on the NXT UK show, but they said Walter had uh, injured his hand. Now they're giving until the 22nd to uh, pull off that match. Walter is almost uh, heading to 900 days as the UK champion. I don't know if anybody's going to be able to stop him. I wondered if this hand injury was legit or just a work in a way of getting the belt off him and moving it to somebody else. What do you think about um, that L.A. Knight? And now that, that what's his name, lost to him, now he's the butler. I think uh, they work well together uh, and have had some really good scenes. I don't know how long they can pull that off uh, before it gets to just be tiresome and old news. So we'll have to uh, wait and see uh, how that goes. So that's all the news I got for uh, WD, NXT, uh, AEW, and Impact. I'm going to take a uh, break and uh, talk about uh, what's coming up on different podcasts, uh, events, and uh, Ontario scene. So I want to thank you for joining me, Chad. Thank you for uh, having me. Anytime. And I'll uh, catch you in the uh, comments section. Have a Bye-bye. good night. Bye. If you want a variety of wrestling news and history, look no further than the Scumbags of Wrestling family of shows. On Wednesday nights at 6 p.m., join Sean, Stephen, and Jonesy as we look for the best of the best and break it all down in a unique tournament format on Fantasy Warfare Tournament. Then, Thursdays at noon, take a look back at the rich history of our great sport with This Week in History. We live title changes, births, deaths, and some of the best events of all time. Finally, join us for the latest in wrestling news, show results, and predictions Thursday nights at 8 p.m. for the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. The Scumbags Wrestling can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram, along with our audio versions on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. We're a proud part of the Ontario Indie Wrestling Podcast Network and the Johnners Podcast Network. How's everybody doing today? I'm Isaac of Such Good Shoot, and uh, I just want to take a moment and I want to say uh, that we are really grateful to be a part of the Wrestling with Johnners Network podcasting network. Uh, you can check it out, wrestlingwithjohnners.com. And you can get all sorts of amazing shows on there. We're on there. You got Toilet Side Wrestling Talk with my man Brad Marcus. What do you say with DDJ? One of my favorites. You got Rope Break, Scumbags of Wrestling Podcast. 
love that shit. You got Pro Wrestling Tonight. You got Pull Up a Seat, a wrestling podcast. You've got Wrestling with John Johners, Turnbuckle Arms podcast, and so, so much more. So go check that out. Go check us out at suchgoodshoot.com where you can find all of our shows, all of our current stuff. We've got we've got all sorts of written stuff, man. Shane's writing stuff. DDJ's writing stuff. Brad's going to be writing stuff. So we got written articles up there. You can find all the merch you can ever want. You got I'm Jewish with Isaac shirts. You got pillows. You got water bottles and mugs. So get out there, buy the merch, check us out. Check out Wrestling with Johnners, Such Good Shoot, live Thursday nights, 10.05, every fucking Thursday. So come on out. Have some fun. Did I buy Isaac cookies and bananas? Did I even get a bill from those people? Did I set the DVR? I really hope Grandma's ah, okay. I forgot to mow the lawn again. My wife's not Should I go see me. the doctor? Who in the hell she... asked her to? Please, God, don't Should Isaac have more friends? friends? Really that bad? Why couldn't we not? I should. How much does that repair going to cost me? Did I buy Isaac cookies I really shouldn't have. Did I pay that bill? How much does that repair going to cost me? I wonder what my really hope Grandma's okay. Do they know? All right, stop. Remember what the doctor said. When you get overwhelmed... Go to your happy place. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to Okay, and we are back. I want to thank everybody for joining us, whether it's on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook, or listening to us later on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you go to get podcasts from. I want to give a good shout-out to our friends over at Such Good Shoot and uh, Isaac for the shout-out on his uh, behalf for our commercial, and also uh, check out Matthew Terry and uh, his podcast as Time to Fight, along with a few others that he's going with including the finish uh you can check that out after certain events check out his website uh his page for details of when he is going live and be a part of his show uh a couple of shout outs non-wrestling related want to give a shout out to our friend jonesy and uh doug over at family shows the news is back live music rib fest is on Five festival days, Victoria Park, right here in London, Ontario, Canada. If you are anywhere within driving distance of London, Ontario, make your way here. Victoria Park, five days, August 29th, July 29th to August 2nd, and it's all civic holiday weekend, Thursday to Monday. There's live uh, music, there's eight rivers, there's corn, there's uh, cheesecake, baked potatoes, craft beer you name it it's back they are going to be following all uh, protocols for covid uh it's going to be uh contact tracing and everything needed to still be happy be safe but where else can you be happy and have some pulled pork have some chicken have some ribs all that good summer food and it's going to be right here in london ontario at rib fest so come down Make the drive and enjoy it. Support local 
and get out. We've been cooped up way too long. Another uh, event that I want to let you know also happening in London is the Heat Wave Hot Sauce Expo Summer Market at Budweiser Gardens, August 28th and 29th. Advanced tickets, $10 plus uh, applicable charges. Admission prices are going to be higher at the door of the event. 35 uh, producers of quality hot sauce and condiments from across Ontario come together to offer your taste buds an exhilarating experience. Shop uh, and sample hot sauces and then join us on our large outdoor patio for some ice cold beer and chicken wings. For more information on this event, please visit heatwaveexpo.com. Entry is subject to capacity restrictions. Please arrive early. COVID protocols for safe gatherings will be in place as per local health units and regulations. So come down to London, Ontario for both of those events at the start of August, at the end of August. Rib Dust Heat Wave Hot Sauce. Let us know if you happen to be a part of a festival event, non-wrestling related, wrestling related, you name it. We're going to help advertise it and get the word out there. And Chad's also mentioning about the Blue Jays going back to the Rogers Center on August, uh, July 30th and fans back in attendance. And that is a good thing if you are a fan of the Blue Jays. Now, looking at some of our uh, friends' podcasts, other than the ones that we just uh, saw with uh, Matthew Terry and Isaac, George Mackay has Jade Chun on this week's Straight Talk uh, Wrestling. We also have Joe Foe in the ring, and he's covering a review of the 1992 SummerSlam from Wembley Stadium when Bret Hart faced the British Bulldog for the IC title in the main event. When I catch all of these shows, you can go to the Johnners Podcasting Network, and all of them are listed, and you can get connections that way. Lewis Carlin is doing news on a daily basis with Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. He breaks news on his YouTube channel, and it's always available, whether it's YouTube or Facebook. So join Lewis Carlin for Alliance Pro Wrestling Network and the news. Rewind, recap, relive, has Tucker, a.k.a. Levi Cooper, on the show this week. And they're talking about him teaming with Otis as Heavy Machinery, the storyline with Mandy Rose and how that all got started, and, of course, a possible run in AEW. Episode 97 of This Is Brandon is out. So check out Brandon or Holden Albright on his podcast. He is actually involved in a few of them. So you won't want to miss that. Shaw Wars uh, has episode number 31. Uh, taking a look back at the 20-year anniversary of one of the most popular pay-per-views of the Attitude Era, the WWF Invasion. That uh, was when the Alliance took on the WWE and you had uh, Stone Cold turn heel just to strengthen up the Alliance side. Hi, Bears Chippy. Oh, thank you for letting me know. I will try and set. Thank you uh, for letting me know. Always appreciate it. Let me know if that uh, helped change anything. And welcome to the show as well. Definitely appreciate you being a part of it. 
Uh, John Scott welcomes uh, Charlie. Uh, fixed it. Thank you. Got that. Uh, welcomes Charlie Sterling to the Wrestling with Johnners podcast live July 23rd. That's tomorrow at 8 p.m. in the UK, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, speaking of the Johnners Podcasting Network, we are proud to be sponsors of the Russell Carnival. Carnival of Honor show happening on September 12th in Nottingham. It will feature stars from Ring of Honor and the UK scene. Matches from the show will be streamed on Ring of Honor week-by-week week show. And, of course, part of that includes Graps. Grapsapparel.com. Use the code, promo code JOHNERS to receive 15% off Graps Apparel. And mentioned about over at Such Good Shoot. And just bring up the graphic for that one. So our boys over there, Isaac and company. Uh, well, I did have a graphic for them, and it did not load up. Anyways, they have a special going on with uh, them. Three incredible interviews on July 23rd. Tomorrow, they welcome Hornswoggle to their show. Then, Fandango, formerly Johnny Curtis, uh, is there on July 26th on their show. And next week, July 29th, live, 10.05, just after our show gets off the air, get a little bit of a break uh, in between. At 10.05, they are going to have The Godfather as their special guest live on their show. And as soon as this show is over at 10.05, you can go to Such Good Shoot and check out today's episode. Now, looking at some of the events happening around Ontario. Our first one has Barry Wrestling returning to action Saturday, July 31st with We're Back at 49 Ferris Lane at the soccer field. Tickets are $20 and will be following all COVID guidelines. Contact Barry Wrestling or Sean Gibson for on Facebook for tickets. Huge news out of Northland Wrestling. After 15 months away, they're teaming up with New Ontario Brewing Company to present Tap House Takedown on Saturday, August 14th in North Bay, Ontario. This event is limited to 100 people. Tickets will only be sold in advance. So check out Northland Wrestling to see if any tickets are still available. And on Sunday, August 15th, at the Columbus Club in Hamilton, New School Wrestling returns to action with drop kicks, drive-ins, and dives too. Tickets are just $15 or $50 for a car load of four to six people. And we have breaking news that we did last week with Ken Bally Wrestling returning. It will be the comeback, August 21st, 2021 at Valley Axe in Sarnia. Tickets go on sale. They have three different uh, VIP uh, levels. I believe the front row VIP are gone. Very few tickets for second row VIP and third row. Plus, then there's general admission. So check out Ken Valley Wrestling for more details. But you're definitely going to be seeing the champion, Cody Deaner, and Tyson Dukes 
You got uh, Fight or Flight, Stone Rockwell, Pretty Ricky Wildey, El Reverso, Brian White, and Aiden Prince, plus many more going to show up at Ken Valley Wrestling. Destiny Wrestling returns live to action in Ontario Sunday, August 22nd with Summer Heat. So get ready for details on this coming soon. Then on August 28th, the Legion Memorial Park Seaway Valley Wrestling. There we are. And Cornwall Baseball present Unlocked Live Free Outdoor Event. Bring the whole family and help minor baseball raise some money to renovate and upgrade the ballpark. Bring your own launchers for this event. The main event will have one of Cornwall's favorite making his highly anticipated return. Hardcore Channing Decker will take on his the impressive Mike Marston making his Seaway Valley Wrestling debut. You'll also get to see the most anticipated contract signing for Seaway Valley Wrestling Championship match featuring Big Daddy D-Roy and Ray St. John that finally make it official. Plus many more stars from Seaway Valley Wrestling and your favorites. Make the more exciting news we'll be following in the coming days and weeks. So check out Seaway Valley Wrestling for that show. And it's free in Cornwall, Ontario. Then, No Ring North will be going into action on August 29th. $20 tickets, 7 p.m., doors open at 6.30, the Tale of the Junction uh, in Dundas Street in Toronto, Ontario. Limited tickets are available, so don't miss out on No Ring North. Courage Pro Wrestling. There we go. Courage Pro Wrestling is returning to live action on Sunday, September 12th, 2021. They will be going back to the Germania Club at 863 King Street East as they present Courage Pro Wrestling Reboot at 4 p.m. More information and tickets and sale dates will be released as soon as possible. And then we have Country Carnage. Hamilton Wrestling Entertainment presents Country Carnage in their first event in well over a year. HWE Country Carnage comes to you this summer. The TV champion Johnny DeLuca faces off against his toughest challenger to date, the Diamond Tiger, Kobe Durst, with the title on the line. After searching far and wide in his adventures, Stone Rockwell has finally found the finest of silk and bringing him to Country Carnage to take on the fan-favorite team of Airstrike. In this battle, the winner will receive a Battle Arts Women's Championship opportunity. A former champion in the Fiji Princess, Divya, will square off against a new face of Hamilton Wrestling Entertainment roster in the relentless Shiloh one-on-one. -on -one. Which one of these hungry competitors will come out victorious with the opportunity to challenge Bianca for the title? Another never-before-seen match at Country Carnage and this one is sure to be epic, has the heavyweight championship on the line as HWE newcomer and former heavyweight champion in his own right. Anarchy from the UK, Ad Hutchinson, brings his power and determination to challenge the self-proclaimed epitome of wrestling, the heavyweight champion and ring general, Rip Impact, 
Impact has been waiting patiently to defend his championship for moments like this to prove to everyone why he calls himself the epitome of wrestling and why he could care less what any of you think. The special challenge is sure to be interesting with both these men bringing different styles to the ring. So that's a lot of the events that are going on around Ontario that we have going on. We're going to end up uh, bringing back the Ontario Indie Road Trip show with more information, matchups that uh, will be going on, hoping to get uh, comments from some of the competitors doing uh, promos for their matches. We'll see what happens. We'll reach out to our uh, friends that way and uh, get stuff going. But the one thing we are definitely involved with and I want to uh, definitely uh, take time to uh, give a shout out to is the All Ontario Cup. You've heard us talking about that for the last couple of weeks. And it's because we are one of the legendary fans sponsoring this event through the Indiegogo page. And you can uh, check out their Indiegogo page and see how you can be a part of it. And you can get 29 matches for a minimum of $10. Now, just added to this week's lineup include the Wild Child, Jody Threat, Big Ben Ortmans, and Dustin Perry is going to be a referee for this event along with... Uh, I'm losing my mind at the moment. With Brad Myers. That's the other referee. My apologies for uh, blanking out on your name, Brad. But that's all happening. Uh, dates are still uh, coming forward. With more openings, we'll end up seeing if uh, there's a venue and fans can uh, show up. And like I said, we got Jody Threat, the Wild Child, Big Ben Ortman's, and Dustin Perry, the referee, as a part of this, and looking at some of the other entrants for the event, include Notorious TID, The Hot Stepper, Corey Stone, The Canadian Buzzsaw, The Wavemaker, Kyle Boone, Holden Albright, Clutch, Jesse V. We also have Antihero SOS, The Diamond Tiger, Toby Durst. The Boss, John Greed, Black Lavender, Lionel Knight, Pretty Ricky Wilde, Rip Impact, The High Risk Hero, The Return of Kirk Warmack, James Key returns to the wrestling scene in Ontario to be a tournament analysis. We have also have Stratos, Tornado, The Queen of Crazy, Addy Starr, Shane Sabre, The Relentless, John Atlas, El Diablo, Gabriel Fuerza, Bone Crusher, Steve Brown, The White Russian, Anton Alexiev, The Golden Gun, Mark Wheeler, The Psychonaut, Travis Moore, as I said, Brad Myers, Head Referee, Junior Benito, The Young Bull, and wrapping things up with the announced uh, talent so far, is Young Miles and the visionary Von Vertigo. Plus, 
all four divisions have been named by the legendary fans, uh, supporters, Cole Belgrave block, the countdown and uh, count block, wrestling uh, on the rise block, and of course, our own block, the scumbags block. It's 30 uh, participants from all Ontario, and we're going to find out who is the best of, of the best. The All Ontario Cup is Indiegogo page is up and running. This event will be a paper watch show like they used to be before the pandemic. And 30 wrestlers and a large uh, crew of people need to get paid. The show times and dates will be announced later on this month. If you have questions, feel free to message Barry Wrestling uh, Facebook account or Sean Gibson. The day of the tournament will be announced uh, soon with seven with more entrants coming up and $10 gets you 29 matches. Make sure you click the link to grab a tier and support Ontario wrestlers and the Ontario All-Ontario Cup crew. So head to their page, click on the Indiegogo, and you can be a part of that show. 29 matches, $10. That's all it's going to take. So I want to thank you for being a part of the show. We are nearing our hour-long uh, mark, and Isaac and company with such good shoot is coming up at 10.05. So thank you for being a part of the show. We'll be back next week with more information and wrestling news. Till then, have a good one. Here at Toilet Side Wrestling Talk, we interview the top wrestling stars on the independent wrestling circuit with questions including, who exposed you to wrestling? Were you nervous the night before your first day of training? Did your family support your wrestling dream? Are you a witch? For $700,000, would you legally marry a horse? Have you ever cried from a Vin Diesel movie? These questions and much more on Toilet Side Wrestling Talk.